Wow, Lobot was the number 47 favorite figure, according to Star Wars Insider, back in 1999. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Lobot beat out? Anybody? I, I don't know. They don't show it. Here, here. Oh. I'll, 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 give it, I'll send, you, send you a picture. You'll love this picture. <laughs> so this could be your, your new Facebook photo here. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. This is episode 29. My name is Jason. Joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, OT curmudgeon extraordinaire, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hey, good to be back with you, Jason. This kind of seems like a reunion podcast. It's been so long. It has been it has been a while. I figured I'd give you a little time to recover from the episode one episode. But we are back. We are back. That's right. We are back. Also joining us tonight from Bendems of the Black series, Vintage to Modern, he collects them all, our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? As Tom said, it's good to be back. Yeah. It is good to be back. It is good to be back. Everybody's had their little side back, projects back all going. To, all, back all together. <laughs> Everybody has a podcast now. Crazy. <laughs> uh, not joining us tonight, unfortunately, Chris from JediBusiness.com cannot be here tonight. Um, he is traveling, or getting ready to travel, so uh, we miss him, but wish him well. In his absence, Ryan is going to do a really bad German accent and answer <laughs> everything that would be relayed to Chris for questions. All right. But hey, even though Chris isn't here, I do suggest everyone check out JediBusiness.com because it is an excellent resource for uh, for action figures, especially yeah. for, for doing uh, checks, just a visual. Um, it's probably the best visual uh, cataloging of uh, Star Wars action figures out there. You'd be, you'd be stupid not to go to Jedi Business, and what's wrong with you? Also joining us tonight from, from Forlam to Zuckus, it's our reoccurring guest who's pretty much on every show now, Jake. Hello, Jake. We need to come up with a fun little moniker for Jake. Jake, I don't think you're a guest anymore. I think you're just uh, on the show now. You, I think you're on the pay, you're on the payroll now, Jake. <laughs> oh, great. I'm looking for that check in the mail then. Keep looking. No, pleasure mm-hmm. to be back. Lots to talk about. Seems like there's actually seems like there's been a lot come out actually since the last show because we didn't really do any so. recaps during the episode one stuff. So no, it was there's just all sorts so. of toy news out there. Just golden oldies last time, and unfortunately, it's all news and not really releases. No, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. So let's uh, let's start the show, and I'll run around the room and see if anybody got anything new lately. Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, working on my R2, my full-size R2-D2. Episode 1 uh, No, version. no, no. Episode, I think I'm going to either do an Empire Strikes Back or a A&H. So, really? strangely enough, there are version, variations between the two. Yeah, I imagine there's variations even within the film. Yeah, it's surprising because they... I don't know how many different R2s or, to say the least, different domes they put on the, uh, mm-hmm. the droids, mm-hmm. but... It's uh, there's many a variation for one single character. It's pretty amazing. So Tom, is most of the variations on the dome, or is it the body? Or yeah, it... I think the most notable noticeable ones are definitely on the dome. You've got uh, 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 just 
colors here, no colors there, black instead of blue, you know, metal instead of blue. <laughs> it's it's silly. So I'm going to have to pick one of those and go with it. Uh, I know that the front hollow projector in uh, on the actually it's funny if you watch if you watch the first Star Wars well if you watch Star Wars um, watch the uh, the dome of R2 the little hollow projector the, uh, the little thing that uh, kind of projects Leia's image if you see that little greebly mm-hmm. um, from scene to scene it changes constantly and sometimes it's flush with the dome sometimes it's just sitting in there it's really weird so yeah. I'm gonna have to pick one and go with it. I think I'm gonna go with the black, the black uh, painted uh, hollow projector. So it'll be fun. It's a lot of work, and uh, I am maybe oh, I'd say maybe 10% of my droid is here to work with. It is 10% of your bank account gone too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. Let's go with aluminum, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this thing is gonna topple over and kill someone. So if you're doing the projector scene from the secret message, that means uh, is that when she puts it in or when she when he's playing it for loot? Because that does that mean you put a restraining bolt on it or no? No, I think I don't think I'm going to have a restraining bolt on mine. He's just going to be free form rolling around. I think he's going to be I, what I'd like to do is maybe do a slightly weathered ceremonial end scene or two. Is he? But weathered? then that was a too late. How the, is he the, weathered the, there? I thought he was brand. Well, new. he was cleaned up, but. I mean, you know, kind of in between Tatooine and, and that scene is what I'm thinking. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so. But that's a two-legged version. See, I'm, I, I, I'd i be going with the three-legged if he's going to be mobile. Or I have to get a little little person and stuff him in there. <laughs> I'm going to have to feed him, though, so I'm probably going to go with the third version. Third leg version. Just edit that out, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, have you picked up anything new lately? Yeah, yeah, bring me in when Tom's talking about his third leg there. <laughs> well, that's usually when you're trailing behind there. Oh, boom, I boom. Oh, wow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so it's been quite a while since we talked about stuff that uh, that we've all got. And one thing we talked about earlier, but uh, we talked about before they came out, was the, the Disney Star Wars 13-inch figures. The four of those, which I've bought all of them. Um, the Stormtrooper, Han, Luke, and Vader. The only one that I'm kind of disappointed with is the Darth Vader, as it's not James or Earl Jones' voice in there. It sounds like it's actually Matt Sloan from the uh, uh, Chad Vader stuff. Uh, do you that, have that? Uh, can we hear a little bit of that? I, I don't have it in here. Oh, rats. Maybe by the end of the, the show. I have it. Hold on a second. I have it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But why would they go with not James Earl Jones? Everything in the free world comes... With James Earl Jones yep. voiceover. Here we go. Hold on. What is thy bidding, my master? That there doesn't even sound. Yeah, that doesn't sound Your good at all. destiny lies with me, Skywalker. You underestimate the power of the dark side. I sense something. A presence I have not felt since. There will be no one to stop us this time. We mm. meet again at last. <laughs> that uh, that's a disappointment. You know, the funny thing is when they re-recorded or they did the voiceover stuff, uh, the soundtrack to Star Wars, all of this stuff is isolated. And mm-hmm. I've heard these sound bites from James Earl Jones multiple times. 
they actually have, you know, they've got the that StarWars.com. They've got the soundboard. Yeah. All right. authentic sounds. Come on, guys. I have a theory about this. Okay. Right now, Hasbro has a Vader to Anakin uh, 14-inch figure out, which has the real James Earl Jones dialogue. Mm. And I have a feeling... Yeah. I really don't know. This is not... I'm not saying this is fact. This was only what I was thinking, is that maybe either a respect to Hasbro for theirs or maybe the deal couldn't be worked out to have two at the same time with a voice. I don't know. It's just something I thought about. No, that's possible. That sounds plausible. Because yeah. the Hasbro one has the legitimate James Earl Jones uh, Vader voice. Oh, well, there you go. That yeah. might be, yeah. you, got, you might have something there. But who I'm knows? I'm sure you're right. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that's the reason we also got them in a larger scale, the 12-inch format. Yeah, because yeah. Sideshow and, Luke and uh, Hasbro are both Given their versions of 12 inch, can't they? Right. Disney edging in on that. You know, it's funny though, it's just because when you get to Vader though, it's such a sensitive thing because, of course, one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic, you know, villain of all time that, you know, everyone knows what he sounds like and even the cadence to his voice. And it feels like that recording for that Vader just doesn't capture it, you know? It's like, I want you to tear those ship apart until you've found those plants. You know, there's ups and downs that just there inflections that just aren't happening there, which really make it set apart from the actual James Earl Jones. Well, yeah. when you've yeah. been hearing those sound bites for 35 years, you kind of know it in and out. And there too, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, the cadence yeah. wasn't quite right, and no. it, the voice is just doesn't sound. It sounds off. It's it's sad. Yeah. So uh, besides, I'm crying inside right now. <laughs> Ryan, let's see it back to you. Besides the voice not being so great on Vader, what is your thought on the uh, the figure the, the 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 figures in general, the four figures? The, I love them. I think they look fantastic. I mean, the the likenesses on Luke and Han aren't you know dead on, but for a thirty dollar figure with electronics and everything and all the articulation they have, I, it, it's not that big a deal. I th- I think they still look good. Mm. Um, I've been impressed with them all the way, especially those first ones that we had come out where um, they had the original voices of both Luke and, and, and Han, as well as all the Stormtrooper lines in there. It was fantastic. It, it blew me away that how what high quality that those were and, and how good they sound. Yeah, I agree. I can't wait for the second wave. You know, they've shown like maybe Chewbacca and Boba Fett, like prototypes. I'm really hoping that those come out sooner than later. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see, you know, when that next wave of Disney merchandise comes out, like the the, the smaller figures that they've shown, and uh, the the next wave of those electronic figures, and some of the other stuff that they've shown, like the the diecast vehicles we haven't seen mm-hmm. yet. <clears throat> It'll uh, be interesting to see when when that co- stuff comes. I mean, it was all yeah. announced at once, but we don't know when the rest are coming yet. And I and I hope they do make a talking Princess Leia figure. I know online there's been a lot of talk about the lack of of princess leia stuff at the disney store but i think disney responded mm-hmm. fairly recently and said that they will be putting out some princess leia merchandise so yeah i hope, I, I hope her character makes it to this line because i really want the talking princess leia yeah, it'd be surprising if they didn't i mean they have the whole disney princess brand and to, to leave out the princess of star wars would be kind of lame mm-hmm. I don't think they've got the uh, the uh, go ahead to do use Carrie Fisher's uh, voice, but they are going to use Ryan Bizey's. Go, Ryan, go. Give us, <laughs> give us a sample. Kenobi, you're my only hope. That's see the cadence was dead on. Good job, uh, Ryan. Right. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Um. Anyway, uh, other things I've also bought. Uh, 
I also got the the plush Bantha from Disney, which is quite awesome. It's pretty big for the price, especially. I can't find I, that. You haven't found it yet? No. I looked out. Like, I walked into the store, and I was looking around for it. I didn't see it at all. And I was like, oh, man, where are they? And all of a sudden, I just looked down, and, like, below these T-shirts, there was one on the base shelf. And I was like, sweet, and just grabbed it. And it was the only one I saw in the entire store. Mm. That's actually one you. I'd like to have. It's a great piece. I picked one up, too, for... Uh on the May the 4th uh, event that Disney did. But uh, we were there, and they were pretty uh, a popular item. I know that Gus Lopez, I was there with him, and he was running all over trying to find one, and so was Tom Stewart. And if someone found him, you dead gripped it. You would not let it go. They were <laughs> high demand, and they uh, we actually bought all of them off the floor. Like in the first few minutes, the store was open. So they're a really oh. good piece. Anything else, Ryan? Are- Oh yes, I bought plenty. So um, I bought the new, uh, the new twelve-inch shampoo bottle figures. The oh, we're going to be here all day. And the stormtrooper. Uh, I bought both of those, uh, which I think Chris posted some pictures to our page, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk about them much. No, but they're uh, awesome. But let me say something. They are awesome. The uh, they are the the stormtrooper and Luke Jedi from is it called the Hero series? The Hasbro Titans. Titan. Titan. Yeah. Yeah, they are great. I like them. I highly recommend. Does Luke have the uh, proctology fingers going or not? No. no. He has a oh. diff- different hand, yeah. Is yeah. it the fist fist hand this time? <laughs> the hand looks way out That's of... That's kind of the next step, I suppose. I got to say, Luke's hand, his, his left hand, looks way out of proportion to his body. Oh, uh, well, you know, if you <laughs> but, use it too much, uh, that's uh, what happens. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I knew you were going to go there, Tom. Uh, yeah. Um... Anyway, beyond that... Pro- proceed, also- Ryan. I'm sorry to uh, thank you, do- thank derail you. you. Yes. Uh, I've also bought... I found a vintage... You're not going to take too long, are you? Go ahead. I'm sorry. If you keep interrupting me, yeah, I'll, I'll take forever. Let me let me bring up all the Bendems I bought while I'm out of here, okay? Uh, <laughs> 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 so I, I found this uh, Spanish vintage comic uh, at, at one of the uh, art, uh, antique stores here in the area. And it's like one of the bigger comics, like the 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 big size. I don't I don't know what the exact treasury, something Treas- like that treasury yeah. edition. But it's uh it's all in Spanish and everything. So I was like, I've never seen that. I have to grab that. Uh, I also bought a vintage Ewok glider in the box for a really good price. Cool. And yes. since Tom was talking about his uh, his R two D two is building, I've also started construction with a few other people in the area building life size Ewoks. Those are looking mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, cool. uh, yeah I haven't seen a picture of yours yet. How's that looking? Well, well, Amy jumped the gun about putting uh, fur on it. We're not, we weren't supposed to be putting fur on yet. So, uh, uh, call the union. We're, we're <laughs> waiting till a later thing, but she got excited and started putting putting the fur. Got on. it. But yeah, mine's still just the Hulk mask with the extra bits added on. So. Gotcha. Well, they all look great, really. Yeah, I'm hoping they, cool. they come out as good. It's, it's pretty cool. But yeah, that, that's everything I've I picked up. Okay, Jake, what about you? Well, I, too, like I said, went out for May the 4th uh, Disney events, got there real early with the kids, and I was surprised how well my three-year-old and my seven-year-old waited two hours to get the uh, May the 4th pin and then go through their Jedi training class that Disney's now doing for kids. Um, so I picked up the Bantha, and I picked up the Stormtrooper. I thought the Stormtrooper looked great, and that was the only one, of course, out on May the 4th. Uh, since then, I've stayed up, of course, on my comics because, of course, as you know, we're uh, plugging away at having our second episode of the Star Wars Spinner Rack come out. So 
I've been uh, visiting my comic book shop quite a bit to make sure I'm staying on top of those things. I, for Father's Day, I forced my family to go to a toy show because I guess you get to do that on Father's Day. And so there was a toy show locally here held in uh, Seattle area called Retro Revolution. It was the first time that they were holding it. And uh, it was a pretty good show because it had almost 100 percent uh, of the dealer tables were action figures and toys, whereas most of the toy shows in the area split the shows either by two thirds or even a half for usually die cast. And this wasn't really a die cast show at all. Uh, it did have some video game tables, but I'll trade those for die cast. So uh, at the show, I was able to pick up a uh, Comtech reader display still working and functional that you plug into the wall. So that would have been handy last episode, but um, it's kind of cool. I got the first version. Ryan, you have the second one, right? The greenish one, or it's or... it's technically the second version, but it was the first version. It was the first version with the green stuff added onto it. It gotcha. was all the same display, but they just added new signage to it. Gotcha. Yeah, I have the original, the the basic red version. Um, so that was really fun to have that, and pretty much just bags of, you know, there was some random bags that I got thrown in with the purchase. I got like 150 Comtech chips, <laughs> more chips than I ever need, but I guess they can double the stands. Um, picked up a Sonic uh, controlled land speeder for a buck that is in high need of repair. I mean, the body and everything looks good. Sounds like I'm talking like a real car. It was but, for uh, a buck? For a buck. One dollar. Yeah. Wow. One dollar. One dollar. Hey, you can't beat that. No, but I mean, it needs a new, you know, uh, windscreen and it needs, uh, I think, uh, well, it didn't have the controller. So, you know, it, it, it's a probably a long term project to restore it, but I mean, it looks pretty darn nice. So, can't complain for a buck since it's a piece I don't have yet. What is the name of those episode one bootleg looking round characters I posted not long ago. I got, I've got Tom a name for him. I've know. got a name for him. <laughs> I'm it's sure fam- you do. Fam- it's a family show, though. <laughs> Ryan, nice do you know up. the nice name of that up, line? Thanks, buddy. I, I don't. If it's what you were posting earlier and you were seeing if you had the full set of... Yeah. I, I can't remember where I found those. Like, I found a full set in a baggie and everything. and It had no identification on it at all. Yeah, there's um, no markings whatsoever. I, I, I bought mine either of off Etsy or, or eBay. I think I it rhymes know. with a big mile of fit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to talk to the other Tom to figure that out because he probably has them. I'm pretty sure. I, they weren't American release. I know that they weren't. But uh, So that's my little project now to kind of hunt down, the see how many I'm missing from my full set of these little uh, – they're, they're roundish. They're all kind of like, I don't know, shaped like an egg-ish. And they're uh, only about, what, inch and a half tall. And they're all various characters from Episode 1, with the uh, exception of a Darth Vader. And they have off colors. I mean, they're, they're more cute than they are accurate or anything. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, – I think that's about it lately. Um, Jake, you got the fully painted set, right? Yeah, mine, mine are painted. Yeah, I have the glow in the dark set, so they look a little different. Gotcha. Yeah, that no, must see. have cost you a fortune, Ryan. Actually, no. That's why I bought them because it was really cheap. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> exactly. Early Christmas shopping. So everybody for you, Tom. doesn't want those stupid things. What? Okay. <laughs> Go back to mute. Yeah. Other Good than to that, be I... back, everybody. God, I, I missed this. I missed uh, riffing <laughs> on this stuff. 
You've had so much episode one uh, pent yeah, up I'm, frustration. You need to get out. Really, it's 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 good. This is therapeutic. I think that's about it. Okay. Um, oh wait, sorry, I forgot. I got in the mail. I ordered um, the two new mission series that are just now showing up at Targets. So I had them about two three weeks ago. Uh, the Obi Wan and Grievous, and the Bespin Luke and Vader two packs, the mission series. So. I've had those for a few weeks, and my love for the Power of the Force, I'm sorry, not Power of the Force, uh, Points of Articulation, the POA line mm-hmm. that they have, mm-hmm. is kind of dwindling because this, these, last, these recent two sets are not on par with the first few. So, really? That's, that's yeah. disappointing to hear. Yeah, no. Compared, especially compared to the um, movie heroes, did uh-huh. the Bespin, uh, did that three-pack, did the Vader the Bespin Luke and the Boba Fett, and when compare when you take those and compare them to the Mission series, yeah, the Mission series don't hold a candle to those um, movie heroes that came out about two years ago. So it's kind of sad to see them take a step backwards. Mm, hey, that's too bad. So yeah. are these these two packs, the Saga Legends Mission series two packs, are they showing up? Just at Target now? Has, has that been confirmed? I know there's an article on Jedi Defender about it, but and I, I think heard they were Yak in Face. Too. Oh, you heard? I haven't heard Wal. I haven't heard Walmart, but Whoa, I heard Walmart, Walmart first and then Target. Walmart's getting in Star Wars toys now. <laughs> I don't know. I never go there. But... I haven't been to Walmart in like two years. <laughs> yeah, no. There's not. There's very little reason to go there. That, they barely have. I mean, it's funny because their toy section overall is not well packed. I mean, there's yeah. empty rows. There's not. It's like they're not even trying right now in the action figure world to populate just, that aisle. Do you think when Rebels comes out, they're gonna get back on the get back on the uh, Star Wars uh, uh, bandwagon or? Well, you know, it just depends. I mean, from a marketing strategy, where are they making their money? Are they have they shifted their focus elsewhere? You know, because back in the day, of course, we know it was, you know, back in the day, I say back to the beginning of the modern line, you would go to KB's and Toys R Us and for your figures. And then it kind of shifted to a Target focus, Target and Toys R Us. And then it kind of shifted to, you know, Target, Toys R Us and Walmart. Then Walmart kind of took over and now it's kind of shifting away from Walmart. So, you know, maybe they found other ways to make their revenue and not focusing on figures. I would hope so. I mean, (laughs) that competition's great for us. You know, if Target can carry them in Walmart and, you know, Toys R Us, then we're sure to get better deals and sales. So, I used it to get a, nice. I used to get most of my Star Wars figures at Walmart in the nineties. I was in, when I was in college. I used to uh, I lived down the street from a Walmart, and I used to go to Walmart like at three a.m. and uh, open the boxes that said Hasbro on them, Hasbro or Kenner, and sure. just uh, pull the figures that I needed. Yeah, we didn't have WalMarts where I was uh, in the nineties. Uh, mostly, I worked at the Toys R Us, and mm-hmm. so I didn't really have to stray far anyway. So yeah, same yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't visit Walmart a lot until later until I think it's when Sam Walton died that they decided they would expand to the entire globe. I haven't really picked up much lately. I did like I said I did get the uh Stormtrooper and the uh Luke Skywalker 11-inch figures from Hasbro which are pretty cool. Um I have rekindled an old flame for Action Fleet as I've been unpacking the studio the Galaxy of Toys studio and setting up some of my figures that have been in storage for many years. Uh, 
really started looking at the Action Fleet stuff again and realizing how cool it was. And uh, Jake, you sent me a link to that Facebook page, the uh, Star Wars Micro Machines Facebook page. Yes. And it is awesome, and I'm going through it, realizing I am missing uh, a lot of Action Fleet stuff. So I really got to start hunting for the pieces that I'm missing. And I would guess it's the later stuff, right? Yeah, mostly the Episode yeah. 1 stuff that I just passed yeah. on. I think there was yeah. just too much product, so I ditched that line for a while. But now I'm kind of you know wanting to go back and maybe fill in some of those holes. And you've taken a look at some of the prices, I'm sure, too, for some of those holes as yeah, well. Yeah, it's unfortunate. The the sets that I want, yeah, that uh, the Sith uh, Infiltrator is going for quite a bit on eBay. But yeah. but I do have two of the harder-to-find ones. I have the uh, TIE Defender, and nice. I also have the E-Wing. E-wing. Yes. Yep. So mm-hmm. at least two well, of the I'm harder good. ships I do have. But Yeah, I do have Anyways. those. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move on to some of the upcoming products that we've kind of seen on the internet in the last month and a half. Um, We talked about the Saga Legends Mission Series uh, 3 showing up at Target and elsewhere possibly, but uh, there's also some single-packed figures, the Saga Legends Wave 3, which has Snowtrooper, Luke Jedi, Clone Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and a Darth Maul figure. And as far as I can tell, these have only been showing up in Canada. Any truth to that rumor, Jake? From what I've heard, yes, that is true. But it doesn't even sound like all of Canada has received them yet. Because I've reached out to a few people who I know that live up north. And they haven't seen them either. So, you know, these these are, I hope, I hope these aren't going to go the way of the last two Clone Wars lines. Where, mm-hmm. you know, they were Canada and European exclusives. And for a blink of an eye, and then they were gone. So, I'm crossing my fingers that won't be the case. Yeah, me too. Uh, we need right. to do a field trip to BC and see what we can find. So also, let's see, also online, toyark.com posted some images of the Star Wars Black Series Cantina Showdown set. This set features Han Solo from A New Hope, Greedo from A New Hope, they're on a cardboard uh, – they both are on cardboard uh, benches with a cardboard table. Um, hmm. <laughs> How much is this going to go for? Jake, you know? Well, this was on the – if you recall, oh, back on uh, end of May, there was uh, – Rebel Scum released a report saying that there were three sets upcoming uh-huh. for the Black Series. It was the – Battle of Endor, it was the Cantina Showdown, and it was the Jabba the Hutt's Rancor set. So the prices listed on the Cantina Showdown, <clears throat> excuse me, would be uh, $40. Okay, I suppose that's fair if you don't have these figures, but... They're also kind of peg warmers. <laughs> yeah, is this is this going to sit, or people are going to buy this? It's a misstep. Oh, it's a misstep. There's Greedo, Greedo looks kind of squinty, though, doesn't he? Looks kind of mean. He's got yeah. that kind of. Uh, Tom, I think this set would look good in your OT room. <laughs> Come on, you got Greedo and Han. Uh, what you know, this, go wrong? This, look at this playset. Look at this playset. Uh, Greedo didn't see uh, Han getting his blaster out of his holster. <laughs> Little obvious there. Little obvious. Uh, I think there's some scale problems here going on. <laughs> I, this set could be desirable if they would have 
modified the figures because they they look to be exactly what's on the pegs now. But if they Greedo looks, uh, Greedo's <laughs> head looks a little uh, metallic-y, doesn't it? Just going by the uh, photo. The, maybe this will be Beedo. Yeah, I got to say, I'm glad they didn't modify these figures at all because I don't want to buy this again. I don't want to buy these figures again for like because Han has a wristwatch on on this one or something. I, I'm I'm glad they're the same. It's an easy pass for me. Ryan, you buy them all. You collect them all. What do you think? Well, I, I buy them all. I already have these, so okay. <laughs> not not really something I need to buy. Um, <laughs> If they'd done the table and chairs in plastic, which it looks like it's cardboard in the pictures we've seen, uh-huh. uh, that would be worth picking up to me. But if it's just cardboard scenery, no, I could care less. So uh, What's with the white holster there? I don't understand that over on the uh, the right of Greedo. What's that's that? That's a stormtrooper. That's a stormtrooper belt. That's supposed to be for Han. Oh, oh you need <laughs> that. Okay. Huh. <laughs> but maybe, this is, maybe it's Greedo's turn. Yeah. I don't know. Eh, not very exciting. You think yeah. these? So are these gonna just hang around at Toys R Us for? Or? Yeah. Oh, you you mean the same store that has? Uh, let's see. You can find the Bigs. You can find the Adat. You can find the. <laughs> yeah. Their exclusives don't move anymore. Back in the day when Ryan and I worked there, they had one aisle for. I think we talked about this before. One aisle for the newer figures, and then the next aisle over was all the last few waves discounted. I mean, mm-hmm. they had an entire discounted aisle. So they don't do that. They don't practice that anymore. But then again, Toys R Us was a public company back then, and now it's privately owned. So these guys, of course, clearly are looking to make their money back from anything that they've invested in. So the markdowns are not as generous as they once used to be. So I see it sitting. Yeah, you know, I think if they want to repack figures for exclusives i think without spending too much money they could have just done like a luke and han and stormtrooper outfit that way they wouldn't have to really sculpt anything new they you know you know i'd go for something like that like the old 12 inch yeah ways of doing things with right yep. right but uh yeah yeah so hmm. it's too bad they didn't come up with something more creative but it is definitely an easy pass for me yeah um okay so like Jake said there were a couple other things shown the other one that re- were mentioned at least on the on the Rebel Scum thread uh the other one is the uh Battle of Endor multi-pack which uh is uh also a- wait a minute did we clarify was this was the Han and Greedo Black Series 6-inch two-pack a Toys R Us exclusive is that clear <laughs> uh these were all were Toys R Us exclusive They all are okay okay mm-hmm. Okay so the the other the other one of the other packs is the Hasbro Toys R Us exclusive Battle of Endor multi-pack. This is not the six-inch figures, but the uh, traditional three and three-quarter-inch figures. Um, Jake, thoughts? Well, it I guess it adds up because it comes with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight figures. So, and, they, and they are for the record. Uh, Stormtrooper, uh, ATST driver, uh, Imperial commander, two Ewoks, Chewie, Han, and Leia. Okay. And um, so at our current price point, an action figure costs ten bucks. So ten times uh, eight, of course, would be eighty bucks. I think this is set for a hundred dollar price point, according if the Rebel Scum information that came out, you know, a month or so ago, holds tight. This would be about a hundred bucks. So that would mean that we're now getting, um, 
you know, the ATST for about 20 bucks, mm-hmm. which is, you know, when it, you know, this is typically a 20 to $30 vehicle. So I think it all adds up pretty well. Tom, I don't know if you had a chance to look at the photos of this, but I wanted to ask you, do you think, okay, this ATST has mud on its uh, feet? So how often do you walk around in the forest? I mean, yeah. we, all, all, we all live in the Northwest, right? Unless right. you're stepping in, in bear poop, uh, <laughs> your feet aren't going to end up like that. Does, I mean, um, that would be Bigfoot poop, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's true. Does that – I mean, do you remember mud on the feet of no. the ATSTs during Return of the Jedi? No. No, I don't either. It's kind of bugged me. They did that That's also. after a heavy rain. It's yeah. funny. I was looking from the top down, and I was going, oh, the, the, the head of the – or the, the piloting area of the ATST looks great. There's just some minimal uh, – weathering and then mm-hmm. the further you go down then you've got that big you know uh, the the heavy weathered lower ankle and then <laughs> uh, you can't see the foot but i'm sure that's just uh encrusted with gosh knows what that is jake do you know are these two ewoks ewoks that we already have yes they came in the oh shoot this is why we need chris on the show <laughs> <clears throat> these either came from the the marvel comic two-pack uh-huh or the five packs that Toys R Us had. Okay. And I'd probably be more prone for the Toys R Us packs because Toys R Us likes to reuse their own mold. Yeah, and I think the Walmart, the uh, comic book packs had like colorful head dressings, like they yeah, were pink, pink, these are, these are pink and the purple. Five pack. They are yeah. from the five pack. Yes, these are, these are both from the five pack. They even come with gotcha. the alternate hoods that they came with in that pack. I'm assuming the ATSG driver's helmet and is removable then. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like the Kmart yeah. exclusive one that they yeah. did. So. Yeah, this it's, is just so rehash a go go. Is the only it's, newness oh, about yeah. is the only newness about this than the brown the the brown on the ATST's uh, feet? That's is that the only difference between this and other releases? Yeah, the ATST just needs to stay out of the septic tank. Yeah. No, this is the newer <laughs> model, the ATST. Um, yeah, that we've had a and couple then of times. We, but when did we get it? Did we get it in a hot set? Yeah, we got it at yeah, it was we a Kmart. Got it three times. Yeah. We got it at and what was the, did the Kmart have deck? Well, it was the feet? first time it was a Walmart exclusive mm-hmm. um, by itself, and then they did the one that came in the the Hoth pack. Yeah, just same Target, kind of lighter, and then they had the Kmart one. But now the Kmart, the question is, that was an indoor one because it came, uh, you know, it was shipped the same time as the ATST driver two pack. Did that have brown feet? Is my question. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'd have to double check mine. I but, have an open uh, mind. Uh, word to ha- word to Hasbro guys, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> don't don't weather your stupid toys with brown and white. Just leave it uniform or just mild weathering with no brown crusties and white <coughs> snow on there you're limiting the play value of these because if you're going to take this thing out into the snow it's going to look retarded and if you t- don't eat the <laughs> this brown isn't going to get on the podcast anyway i'm just saying that this is just <laughs> mildly weather those toys do not put heavy heavy thick brown on on your feet Please, please. We started seeing these with the Sand Trooper figures from 97, and it just went downhill from there. Yeah. They do that to the ad. They've done that to a couple ad ads, too. 
Yeah, I know. I've seen them. It's it, there must be a, a quagmire on Endor uh, that is uh, that is <laughs> fifty feet deep. The stormtrooper yeah. latrine is leaking. Ryan, you're completist. You, I'm, t- I'm, I'm gonna go on. You will be purchasing this set. Well, I mean, I have all these figures. Uh, there's, it looks like there's nothing new unless they change the face sculpt on the Imperial, the ATST driver. It's mm-hmm. stuff I already have. Um, I don't always buy every paint variant, so I don't know. The the brown feet. I've already got three of this ATST now. I've got <laughs> two in my Endor display as it is. I have like six of the older ATSTs as well. So at a hundred bucks, this might just be a pass for me. It kind of depends. Like if I see it and I have money and I'm not buying anything, maybe, maybe if it goes down in price and Toys R Us has like their green or gray tag special or whatever on it, maybe then, but I don't think I'll buy it initially. Jake, you're also a completist. Will you be buying this? Yes, I will be getting this, but I'll full disclosure here. For Galaxy Toys, <laughs> my mom has bought, my parents buy me the big $100 sets every year for Christmas. Yes, I will be getting this. But for some reason, if they decide not to get this for me, I will, I will <laughs> buy it. You will get it. Your parents are so great. <laughs> they are. They are. My mother is probably why I collect as I do now because she took investment as I was a kid to like, you know, I remember, especially with GI Joe, we would go to far out stores looking for the newest, um, tiger force repaint, you know, figures back in the day. We'd go down to yard birds down South and all these other <laughs> random stores you've never heard of, but she would be excited about trying to cross them off on the back of the card too. So I got great folks. Okay. Um, I'm going to definitely pass on this set. There's a, uh... You know, I collect most of the figures, but I'm definitely not a completist. And I have, I think, all of these characters, and I don't need the brown feet on the ATST. So oh. another pass for me. Big smelly turd. <laughs> <laughs> and we already know Tom's passing. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, not only am I passing, but uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> the other. What was the third set you mentioned, Jake? I don't have it on the list. Job of the Hutt's Rancor. Priced at a hundred and thirty dollars. Are you kidding me? Okay, yep. and there's no photos of this yet, right? This has not surfaced yet, so yeah, who knows? You know, when this list first came up, we thought the Cantina Showdown was going to be three and three quarters. So who knows what craziness could happen? Ooh, six inch scale Rancor, that'd be awesome. There you go. You'd pay one hundred and thirty for that. Right? I would. Oh yeah, I would. I definitely would. <laughs> I definitely you know, I uh, buy parts for that R2, 100, 150, <laughs> 120, 240 dollars a pop. I see you guys buying these stupid things that you've already got 16 of. I don't feel bad. I do not feel bad. You know, we're, we're to make <laughs> you, you guys feel are, better. You guys, are, you guys are just maniacs. Um, so yeah, so let's see what could put in it. Uh, well, we already have a slave Leia. We already have a Java coming out. That means all they need is a Rancor to get you up to 130 bucks, and if it's uh, six inch, that is. But I highly doubt it. Well, hopefully it's something cool. Okay, so next we have some photos of let's see the Hero Series Millennium Falcon. Now, if anybody remembers earlier this year, we talked about the Hero Series X-wing fighter, which was a giant X-wing that had no movable parts, from what we could tell. 
uh, Tom would rather have his eyes. We played a great game. We had a great game for that. Yeah. Tom would rather have his eyes scratched out <laughs> wow, by a right. cat. Tom would rather have his eyes scratched out by a cat than to get the X-wing. So we pretty much determined nobody was really that excited about the X-wing, especially Tom. Now comes the second vehicle shown in this series. Uh, it's a Millennium Falcon, very large. I think that it's like about two feet long. No, again, no movable parts. The deco looks pretty good to me, and I am definitely going to get this. You know, when I saw this, when I first heard about it, I was like, "Oh, really?" And I and I was looking for pictures, expecting it to basically look like a giant vacuum form piece of junk. And when I saw it, I was impressed with the detail. Um, they also showed a picture of somebody standing with it. It looks like it's about the size of the Hasbro Big Millennium Falcon, only scaled correctly because the the big millennium falcon the cockpit is still bigger than it Mm -hmm. should be with what that is you know things are still scaled around for action figures so this looks like every you know every piece of it is in scale with itself that being said i mean if it's going to be 30 bucks like the x-wing yeah i'm buying this i think it'd be awesome to use as a background piece or something like that in a diorama yeah Uh, it's a lot cheaper than buying another big millennium falcon just to be you know part of a diorama just in the background so yeah yeah, i want to buy this yeah i was thinking you know because i like to uh, in my display room, I like to hang some of the vehicles, and I've always been a little bit scared to dis- to hang the the big the big Millennium Falcon so, <laughs> because if that thing falls, it's probably not going to survive. But <laughs> something like this that's cheaper and probably a little bit sturdier, I think uh, might make for a good display as far as hanging a ship up. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for this. Uh, Jake, what's your thoughts? I think it looks cool. Um, I don't stray too often from the three and three quarter line. So I I don't think this is for me. Now, my four-year-old probably be interested in that, but uh, we'll see. He plays with all my toys, so he probably wouldn't even notice if it was any different from the big Falcon that he plays with downstairs. Um, I think it's I think it's cool in the way it looks like an accurate movie sculpt for a pretty cheap price. I don't think it'll be th- – did they say it was going to be 30 bucks? That's how I much know. the X-Wing is going to be. Yeah, now that's yeah. The, how much the X-Wing is. Now, now the X-Wing is getting me a little more excited. I was not a big fan of that when we first talked about it. But uh, now that I'm seeing that it might be close to the 6-inch scale, and I do uh, – I did pick up the 6-inch – uh, Luke and X-Wing, that might be a nice little display piece to have together, even though I know it can't go in it, but it might be interesting. So I'm probably more leaning toward, if anything, the X-Wing, but probably not the Falcon. Okay. Tom? <laughs> uh, bigger is not better, guys. And uh, looking at this, it looks like all the uh, <laughs> paint apps are stickers. You are going to be sorely disappointed. Okay. Guarantee it. All right. You know what I would rather get than this? Bendums. I would rather find a roadkill raccoon, milk it if it's a female, and eat that milk with cereal than get this piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be airworthy because last time there was a lot of reasons you had for not wanting the X-Wing that did not make the I final left, cut. I left in a couple. Uh, I say on, things because I know that they're not going to make them in. Back on track. So they've <laughs> Okay, so now they've shown an X-Wing, a Millennium Falcon. Do you think a TIE Fighter is going to be in this series, too? Of course. I think if these sell well enough, yeah, they're going to continue to make whatever they want to. If, if they sell, they'll make them. We know that. Land Speeder? I, I don't think that, that would get be smaller. Now I think that would be a little bit more difficult to create. Mm. I don't know, but I, I just think these are just going to be 
I don't know, man. They're not. I don't think they're going to sell well. That's that's what I think. Do you think retailers are going to give these things shelf space because they they clearly are going to take up a lot? Do you think they'll even be on the shelves? It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, Uh, that's a good point. The X-Wing, the wings come off, and I know Uh, that we've seen the packaging. It's this big, narrow, upright skyscraper shape uh, of packaging. So that – you know, and I don't think, though, we'll see the TIE Fighter, mostly because these are two vehicles – these are two vehicles that aren't, or at least we don't assume, will be in Rebels, whereas TIE Fighters will be in Rebels, and so they're going to be milking those in the three-and-three-quarter line. I don't think – Falcon's going to be in Episode 7, so, I mean – well, yeah, but we're we are all sorts of time away from episode seven. <laughs> Save your money, kids. Get the uh, diecast version from 1978. That is a good version. Yeah. That is a good version. It's, all right, it's easier to fly through the air. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Next on the list, it's the San Diego Comic Con 2014. Hasbro exclusive, the Jabba six-inch Black Series figure. He comes with salacious crumb. He comes with his little pipe bowl. He comes with a cardboard uh, throne dais. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Does it even matter? I know Tom doesn't care, so I will go to Ryan first. No, I, I do have to know. Oh, hold on, give me, give me, give me a chance. Give me okay, a chance. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I think this is great looking. This is really a cool looking, uh, cool looking figure. Do Do you think uh, this should be a San Diego Comic Con exclusive? No, I think it should be available to everyone that wants it. All right, Ryan, you're going to San Diego Comic Con. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm planning on getting in line for this thing. I, I mean, I was excited by the Jabba by itself, and I'm pretty sure I said on this show I was betting that the Comic-Con exclusive would be with the, the dais and, and Salacious and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed that the dais is cardboard, but uh, it still it looks pretty good in the box. Uh, so if I buy it and just like keep it in the box, and I'll buy an extra Jabba to put out loose or something, uh, that might be fine. I think it looks great. I, I, it's definitely something I want to buy. Uh, I'm going to figure out how to get in that line this year and actually get the Hasbro exclusive. But, uh, yeah, I'm planning on getting this. Jake? Uh, I draw the line at the bigger ones. I, I'm, I'm only picking and choosing on the six-inch line. I only have probably five so far. Mm-hmm. I'm not being a completist on this line. And I think, no, I think the job looks fantastic. But, you know, with 3,500 three-and-three-quarter figures, I, I just don't think that I need a big, big job of the hut. So I love it. I think it's awesome, but it's probably not for me. Okay. I don't personally envision myself getting this because, first off, it's very expensive, and I don't generally go after the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives just because they're difficult to get, expensive, and I just usually pass. I didn't get the Boba Fett with the Han and Carbonite last year. So I probably won't get this. I do plan on getting the standard Jabba, and I'll probably just build a dais, like a custom one for him, and call it good. I think we can all agree that this is a uh, very, very cool-looking figure, though. Yeah. Even I, even I said that, so. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> all right. Another San Diego Comic-Con exclusive is the Jack Pacific Giant. 31-inch tall black stormtrooper. I think they're calling it the Shadow Stormtrooper. This is a limited edition of 500. 
and looks pretty cool to me. Um, Ryan, what do you think? I think it looks cool. I haven't been buying all the Jack specific stuff just because they're so big, and it, so far it's been a lot of clones, and I really didn't care. It looks cool. I'm not as big of a fan of the the black hole or shadow stormtrooper, whatever you want to call it. Uh, idea, I, it's fine, but I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this one. Like, I wouldn't mind buying it. It's just, I think they said it's going to be fifty bucks. Uh, if I was driving down and back, it'd probably be a no-brainer. But I'm flying down this year, so that means if I anything I buy has to be shipped home or brought home in the book, suitcase. Book an extra ticket, and he can sit next to you on the plane. No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he could sit in my lap or something, right? <laughs> Doesn't sound right. Um, you can eat it. You can eat his snack. Yeah. So it's that that idea that I'd have to have to ship him home that really makes me think I'm probably not going to get it. Uh, even though it's limited to 500, that doesn't mean it's going to go right away or anything like that. He'll get it. That. You know he'll so, get it. <laughs> I, you know, Tom, I, I kind of want to, but at the same time, I'm like, it, it means, this means they're going to put a white stormtrooper. I'd be excited about a white stormtrooper and buying him in the stores. Uh, no problem. Speaking of Ryan, just uh, I think it was this morning or yesterday, someone that works for Jax tweeted out a picture of the white stormtrooper. So oh, cool. It is coming. Oh, good. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I may just skip this. I, it's the size is really what's holding me back. Do you think? I don't. I don't. I really don't know what the market is for these. Do you think five hundred is a low number for this exclusive, or do you think it's about right? For what this is, uh, I mean, there's lots of con exclusives that, that can be in this range uh, as far as production stuff. And for what Jax is, I don't think it's as collected as a lot of other things. It's obviously not as followed as Hasbro. At the same time, there's stuff at the cons that people just go after just because it's exclusive to buy it. But then there's stuff – you guys remember um, – was it Kodo that did the, the R2 droids at the conventions? There were exclusives, or was that Diamond? I think it was Diamond. Diamond. The, the R2 Banks. Yeah, and they had them. Yeah, okay. And they had them really limited, and there were some that just they never sold out. Uh, they were selling them through different online retailers as well. So it, it kind of depends on stuff. If peop, It's the type of thing people could go nuts for and buy it all, and it's the type of thing people could just skip and because of the size as well. I mean, if you're already buying the Job of the Hut and, uh, you know, a lot of other people are also buying buying whatever large Transformer or G.I. Joe exclusive they have a Hasbro, uh, not to mention whatever is at Mattel. Uh, if you're buying all these large things and then you have this large size uh, Stormtrooper to get, that's that's quite yeah. a bit to ship home. I mean, I bought the, um, the quarter scale Indiana Jones a couple years ago, which isn't as tall as these guys. Uh, I think he's about 18 inches tall. And, I mean, that was big enough bringing home in a car. Uh, to, to imagine bringing one of these home in a car, it, driving all the way home with that would be enough. And to have it shipped or fly home with it, it just seems too much. If I was going to San Diego Comic-Con, I would go after this. I would get it. But since I'm not going, I'm going to pass. I'm not going to pay $200 for it on eBay the next week or whatever. But uh, I think it's kind of cool, but I'm not going to get it. Um, Jake, do you collect these at all? Uh, so far, just the Vader. Okay. So far, yeah, the Vader's awesome, mm-hmm. and you know what? I think the big difference with this line is these are these are kids knocking around in the backyard type toys as opposed to being real collector oriented. You know, these are these are found these could be found cheap at you know Target, and or I mean 
Costco and Target has one and Walmart has one and Toys R Us has one. So, you know, I don't I don't foresee this being a hot hot item because the I don't think the audience that goes to San Diego is the people who are mostly into these as much. That's my personal opinion. So, okay. I think this is going to be a San Diego impulse buy if anything. Like yeah. the Angry Birds last year? The vintage Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I stood in that damn line. I was going to buy it, all right? <laughs> what made you stop? <laughs> what, I wasn't I, really want, wanting to buy it. I wanted to get the other exclusive that I couldn't get. But Oh, uh, I see. Okay. I, I ended up just going ahead and buying it, and I don't know. It looks I'm okay. You, you'd love it, Tom. You know where it's displayed in my no, house? No, I wouldn't. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Where? No, where? where? Right next to your Bendems? No, in the bathroom. It's it's in the bathroom. Well, that would make sense. <laughs> Don't let Tom over to your place. He'll probably flush them all down the toilet. Most of, most of the stuff that you've got could probably be flushed down the toilet. In my opinion, anyway. <laughs> oh, sure, I could yeah. see. I could. I could actually picture Tom taking those out of the package and flushing them down the toilet <laughs> one by one. If if allowed, I would be up for that. <laughs> I've been to, I've been we've talked about this before. I've been to Ryan's house and he's got his bendums above, you know, right above the uh, the stairway there and you could see him on the way down and then Yeah. Yeah, good uh, stuff. Good stuff. Ryan, you yes. have got a crazy collection. Yeah, this actually- it is it is mind-blowingly nuts. Thanks. Uh, Chris actually was over yesterday taking pictures of the collection. Oh, yeah, right. It's a feature on uh, Jedi Business, and you should see that before the end of the week. Cool. Oh, cool. Okay, good. Or, by the, time to... the... or, or by the time this podcast posts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah link, that's Link that to Galaxy of Toys. Definitely, I'm sure yeah, I will. lots of people would want to see that. All right, cool. Uh, next, we have – and I don't – I guess I'm not clear on this, if this is a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, but the Hot Wheels Darth Vader car – Yes. Comes in a case. It's like $40. $40. Is this San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, or can you order this online? You can it's order it online to pick up at the convention. Mm-hmm. Is oh. this a, 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 one of the teeny regular Hot wheels size cars? Yes. yes. Oh, 40 bucks. Comes but it comes in that lightsaber that lights up and in a nice, really nice black case. Wow. Yeah. You're going to get this, for the case. Ryan? Uh, you know, if, if I can, uh, they put up, we're recording this on, uh, Monday the 23rd, and they put up the pre-orders for this, uh, for the convention, for the people who are the Club Eternia members, which I am not, because I don't really buy that much Mattel stuff, so, uh, I, I'm not on that, and they're gonna put it up for anybody else going to the con tomorrow, uh, if there's any available, I'm gonna try and pre-order it tomorrow, because I would like to get it, being the, like in the Vader stuff, I, I would like to pick this up. Uh, so, so I'm gonna try and get it. Uh, if I don't get it, I'm really not gonna be that disappointed. Uh, but, yeah, I'm gonna try and get it. I, if I can't get the pre-order, they're gonna have more at the convention too to sell. I'll see if I can pick it up. That Mattel line's usually a pain in the ass too, so. We'll see. But, um, I would like to get it. Far out. Yeah. I, the design, it does not seem that appealing to me. The Darth Vader helmet squished down to a car or whatever, but. I don't know. It's very, it's very reminiscent of the Disney Racers. They did a, a Vader car very similar to this with Disney Racers. It kind of reminds me. I have a Hot Wheels Spider-Man car sitting here on my shelf, and it kind of reminds me of that. I'll probably post pictures of the Facebook page of that so people can see what I'm talking about. But I think the chest box on top between the nose and kind of the eyes there makes it look a little weird. 
maybe if, if it was more streamlined up top. I don't know. This thing is just wacky. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see one, though. Yeah. Up close sometime. Yeah. Do you think they're going to reveal the more of the – do you think they're going to do a big reveal for the Hot Wheels line at San Diego? Oh, I bet they do. I, I bet they'll have a whole display case. Mattel has a yeah. has a pretty large area at, at the convention that they display all their stuff in. Mm-hmm. And just like Hasbro does, they display stuff that they haven't shown before there. So I, I bet we, we get a reveal of the Hot Wheels line, I'd which like... means I might have to start going to the Mattel panels too. Yeah. <laughs> well, they revealed the R2 and 3PO car. I mean, not, not officially, but mm-hmm. we've seen images of that pair. Was there an Ewok car that showed up somewhere too? I, I no, feel... that's the Disney racer. Oh, okay. People were getting them confused. There were three cars oh. showing like a Chewbacca, an Ewok, and I can't remember what else. And those were new Disney racers that were being unveiled, and people were getting confused with the Hot Wheels. And <laughs> I can understand Mattel's why. Mattel's got to love that. <laughs> well, I mean, uh. like I said, the, the the Hot Wheels Vader looks a lot like that Disney racer car that Disney did a few years ago. So I can see the confusion on that. I, I'd, I hope Mattel re- releases just some some regular cars that, uh, you know, just your standard uh, van or Jeep or, you know, anything with like the star wars artwork on it you know yeah they yeah. need to redo the, the old star wars vans but yes you know, hot wheels you know, you know it would be cool if you could if you could take one of the late uh late 70s celica hot wheel do they have a celica hot wheel and do it up like the uh that celica that they they had as a giveaway no oh. you know the one i'm talking about yeah yeah it's pretty sweet that'd be no, fun you know, you know what else would be cool is if they took that 97 special edition Hummer. Oh, yeah. And did that as Hot Wheels car. <laughs> yeah, that cool. Oh, yeah. That's That'd what I would – I would I would collect a line like that. But That would uh, be cool, yeah. But uh, their cars that actually existed. Yeah. 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 That would be cool. Their plans, according to uh, Insider 150, is to do three different lines. There's going to be the ones, the character cars, like we're getting our Vader, the first one of – um, then there's going to be uh, cars that have Star Wars deco, like you're talking about. We don't know what the images are yet. Um, and then the third line is supposed to be like they've done with their Star Trek series, um, actual model replicas of ships and stuff. And oh, then for the ships cool. line, in ships line, they're going to include play sets that like have tracks and stuff that go with them. So. Huh. It'll be interesting to see, but yeah, those are those are the that's the battle plan so far for Mattel. You know, I heard a lot of people kind of like, you know, Hot Wheel collectors aren't going to really want these, and Star Wars collectors may not care. Um, the early access is what was up for order this morning for Maternia, uh, Mattel Eternia Club members, and apparently it sold out pretty early in the morning. So. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think Mattel might not understand the popularity of the Star Wars brand since this is, I believe, the first time they've ever had it. So Definitely niche though. Hasbro has to be a little concerned that Mattel has Star Wars product now. <laughs> Mattel, Disney, everyone's coming at Jax. it from every angle. Yeah, <laughs> It has to be concerning. Hopefully Hasbro starts bringing their A-game. <laughs> I was going to say, at the same time, how much can Hasbro really be upset when they've been putting out so little lately, they used to do 12-inch, pass that on a sideshow, and now they do. I mean, I don't mind the shampoo bottle stuff, but as yeah. far as 12-inch, it's, it's subpar for a, what a lot of the stuff you can get. They've done a die-cast line before and stopped. They've done a lot of this stuff and just stopped doing it and told us that we didn't want it, basically. 
I mean, how the long have we heard play with it? Is what yeah, how long have we heard that that we didn't want play sets? And it's well, like, let's see if someone yeah. else can do it better. Exactly. So, so I hope someone picks up where Action Fleet left off. Then <laughs> that'd be awesome. Because I'm really, I'm you really, might, you might get what you want. I'm really know? getting, I'm really fond of this Action Fleet stuff. All right. Um, okay. So next on the list is the Gentle Giant Jumbo Kenner style Wicket figure. Uh, is this just a standard release? Is this a convention exclusive? This is a standard release. Okay, so that concerns me a bit, I gotta say. Because <laughs> they skipped Lobot. That concerns me. We were getting so close. So close. We had to have been two to three figures away from Lobot. I'm still waiting for the uh, Gentle Giant FX7 12 inch. <laughs> so, I was waiting for the Bespin Guard. What did they. Did they chicken out? Did they chicken? They're, they're they, coming, man. Did they're they chicken coming. out on the Empire figures? The rest of the no, Empire figures? They, they're, they've been jumping around. You know, they did the Lando, and then of yeah, course but they those did were the Gamorrean guard. Those were all exclusives. Well, yeah. I'm concerned. I, 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 I think they're they going to milk this. They're going to milk this with all the vintage figures. You wait. You just have to be patient. I think they listened to uh, our podcast episode. I don't know what it was, twenty six <laughs> or something, where we, we talked the about the second. We talked about the second wave of the Empire figures, oh, and yeah. and they they said, "Hey, maybe they got scared. Maybe people don't like those figures as much as we thought. Maybe we should skip to Jedi. I don't know. It, I, I can't wait for the twelve uh, inch reuse of this one. Of uh, <laughs> yeah." That's my. I think that could be my least favorite vintage figure of all time. <laughs> These things were out Reese? all over. Yes, Rees. Oh. I think that was my first time? Return of the Jedi figure. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah. I thought you were going to say my first return. But uh, okay, so Wicket, he looks cool, and I think Wicket's great, and it's you know it's it's going to be a great figure. But come on, eighty bucks, eighty bucks for Wicket. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yup. Yup. Be like we a know- five six inch figure. We know, bucks. we know someone who will for sure be getting this, though. Yes, she's already ordered it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> a All co-host, right. perhaps, Ryan? Yeah. From a spinoff show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you so, think this line's on the way out? You think they're trying to hit some pretty iconic characters before they're saying, okay, people are over this? They haven't I done so. They yeah. haven't even done Best Spin Luke yet, have they? No, no. I think oh, is, yeah. they They've jumped ahead before. It, this is nothing new to jump ahead and then go back. I mean, they did we, that Gamorrean Guard. That was an exclusive, though. That was a convention exclusive, I just right? said that, Ryan. It was exclusive. One was not. Wasn't it like a Premier Guild exclusive or something? Yeah, but, I mean, they've jumped all around with stuff. I, I bet they're jumping ahead and hit Wicket for whatever reason. I bet Didn't they do a Biker Scout? No. No, no not yet, not no. yet. Um, but I think they, they're seeing how, I mean, honestly, that the next wave of Empire figures is fairly boring. Um, and maybe they're going to, you know, jump ahead and do a Jedi figure that they might see selling better and then go back and do an Empire figure. They might do something like that. But they've said that they really want to, to do all of the figures. So I, I don't know. I could still see them going back and, and doing those. When, when you go to their booth at Comic-Con, Ryan, can you <laughs> please tell them that there are people who want Lobot? I'll do that for you. I, I, I will. Please. You. you need some exclusives here for the show, Ryan. <laughs> Any other product coming out soon that we know about? Oh, the next wave of uh, the Black Series is starting to show up. Uh, I know that people who I think in Europe are starting to get the Bespin Luke 
uh, and the Yoda and the uh, torn far wave is starting to show up pretty heavily in other places outside of America. Not in stores, but I think online or eBay. Mm. So that line's coming, which I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that wave too. I, that that uh, it's the Dagobah, Luke. Uh, yeah, I yeah. know what you meant though. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm looking forward to that figure, even though it's kind of crazy looking. <laughs> just the arms, right? It's just, yeah, it's just the elbows. I mean, but I did like I saw. Um, I follow Collins Customs online. He does some amazing work, and um, he has a set of these figures already, and he's already posed it. And that, I mean, Luke can really grab on to the straps of his, you know, training Jedi backpack and stuff. So, I mean. Whereas last time they did that, you know, they were actually pre-molded on there and everything. But here you actually have the articulation to do it yourself. It looks a little funny, but, I mean, if you're going for, you know, if you want to go in the opposite direction of the Saga Legends lines with points of articulation, this is what you're going to get. Before we wrap it up tonight, I did uh, tell one of our listeners I'd read their email and maybe we could discuss it a little bit. Um we got an Are email about Tom. <laughs> no. We got an email. Oh, ha ha. We got uh, we got an email from Mark Sanders, and he wrote. Uh, let's see. He wrote, "I'm writing about something I've been thinking a lot about regarding the Disney in Episode Seven, that I'm sure other collectors are considering. I've been collecting since I was six in 1978 when Star Wars came out, and reengaged Ryan style in the mid 1990s until fairly recently." I have both vintage and modern collections. The issue of focus has become more and more of a concern as I have accumulated so much stuff. And I have recently greatly decreased my collecting and purchased more higher quality items like sideshow figures, as opposed to things like the Mission Series, etc. I'm being very cautious right now with the Disney stuff. I have a store in my area and I did pick up the Great Bantha plush. I know that if I start even picking up certain things that I could find myself with another full closet and nowhere to put everything. So I I may not collect anything at all. I'm also considering stopping full-time collecting by not getting anything Episode 7 related. Because with the promise of a movie every year, again, with no end in sight, this could turn into something just overwhelming. And... Thinking about becoming more of a Lucas-era collector, especially more original trilogy, just appeals much more to me than doing another decade or two of hunting down Hasbro figures. I'd be curious to hear what you guys think about this issue, especially since you come from very different ideas regarding collecting, i.e. Ryan's collect them all versus Tom's collect nothing from this century. <laughs> go, so, with, go with Tom's suggestion. Follow follow Tom's lead, you'll be fine. So with a, you know, with a movie every year, do you guys consider your collecting's gonna slow down or focus more? Ryan, have you thought about this? I've thought about it, but it, it's hard to think of not buying action figures. Like if they're producing Star Wars action figures, I I, I feel the want to buy them. And even though right now I'm already questioning, like, where the heck am I going to put Rebel stuff in my collection, as well as newer episodes, I'll still buy them. The one thing I like about three and three-quarter inch action figures, and even six inch action figures to that extent, is they're small. They don't take up that much shelf, shelf space. I could put a shelf up and put five, six hundred figures on a shelf if I wanted to. So it's, it's not going to take up too much. I enjoy buying the action figures. It's definitely something I'm not going to stop. Um, as far as like a lot of the miscellaneous stuff that I like to buy, that's probably going to go down. I'll probably keep doing the Vader stuff in, in those realms. But um, anything else, unless it's something that I 
I see that I feel like I really want to buy. Uh, no, I, I I can't do that. It's you guys have been to my place. It's packed full of Star Wars. It's it's hard to think about packing anything more in here. <laughs> so you know, if if I buy too much more, it's, I, I'm gonna have to move to, to be able to house it all. It's true. Jake, movie coming out every year. Has it made you rethink what you're gonna collect? No, I think uh, I think it's. Pretty much, I've always been a three and three quarter guy, um, with some peripherals here and there, depending on what catches my eye. But for mostly three and three quarter, and I think I shouldn't have a problem with that because there's only a certain amount of slots that Hasbro can fill each year. So when they get around to making figures, they can only make so many. And uh, you can even start to see this. And, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to copy the exact Marvel way of doing uh, their action figure lines with Star Wars. But with the Marvel series, you know, there are movies that come out every year and some lines have bigger uh, action figures, uh, you know, qualities of action figures and others, you know, have very few or if none. So I think. Because Hasbro is the company responsible for three and three quarter, they only have a certain amount that they could actually produce. So I think things will be kind of on par with where they were. You know, I can see them going up to where they were when things were really packed, when the the Clone Wars series was going, the uh, vintage collection was going, and the um, – what was the third wave? The um, – was it the old Saga Legends? Yes, yes, thank you. They they had three lines running simultaneously, you know, and I think that was the massive amount, like 2000, what, uh, 10, 11, we were getting yeah. tons of figures. Now, I can see it getting there. I mean, and that and that's kind of a, that's a lot to handle, but, you know, if I made it through that, I think the, the sequel trilogy will be fine in their spinoff films. If I just hone in on the three and three quarter. So I don't have plans on changing. No. Uh, since Chris B isn't here to answer, Tom, can you answer for Chris if you think he is going to change his collecting habits when a movie starts coming out every year? No, he's got, a web, he's got a website to uh, keep up with. He's going to get every figure. It 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 makes no difference. The three and three quarter line. He's going to have to keep up with it. Okay. Poor guy. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I it changes nothing. Did I answer your question, Jason? Yeah, that was fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's uh, full speed ahead with nothing for me, so okay. I'm good. All right. I, I got aluminum parts I have to buy. I got no time for this <laughs> crap. <laughs> I plan on collecting uh, nearly all of the Hasbro figures that come out for Episode 7, any spinoff movies or animated series. I'm not a completist, so I generally don't pick up expanded universe type things or things that aren't in the film or just things that I feel are too close to something I already have. So I'm still going to stay full speed ahead without being a completist, which is very liberating out there. If you're thinking about, if you're a completist and you're thinking about maybe I don't want to stay a completist, it's liberating to just decide you're no longer a completist. It is. (laughs) I have found the best way to do that is to sell off the parts that you were like, if I'm not going to be a completist, what don't I really like? Uh, I had to do that with the Marvel Universe because I uh, actually got sucked into the Marvel Universe. And then uh, they just had a lot coming out. And I was like, I cannot be a completist on this and Star Wars. So I took all my least favorite characters, the ones I bought just because I was a completist, not because I really love you know, 
that character. And I took them and I ran, I did a toy show and I sold and I made hundreds. And now I feel free to just walk <laughs> down the toy aisle. If I like it, buy it. And if I don't, most of the time I don't, I skip it. So that's my suggestion. Get rid of the stuff you don't love. You know, I, I have this giant box. Sound advice, chick. Yeah. <laughs> I, for me, I do not get rid of Star Wars stuff. If I have it, it's Star Wars. I, I'll keep it forever. Anything else to talk about? Oh, do you think? Okay, here's a question. <sighs> With uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tom's like, I gotta get up in two hours. <laughs> I know. I'm here all night. I don't have to get up at all. It's all good. Oh yeah, no, Ryan, we're living the sweet life right now, the life of a teacher I, during I'm... the summer. Um, here's my question: What does Hasbro do? Should the rumors, and of course, grain of salt rumors, uh, take place that episode seven is delayed six months. Does Hasbro still release on time to maintain uh, their? Go. I mean, because think about it, they're still having to write a check to LFL for this license, so they can't produce a bunch of product and then not release it for six months because what's their quarterly shares going to do you know they're 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 a big company so from a business perspective do they still put out the merchandise for ep7 even if it gets bumped from december to may i don't think so i don't think so you know they had a similar they had something similar to this smaller scale but the gi joe film was originally supposed to come out in june of 2012 second one right right the second one Mm -hmm. It was delayed almost a full year to March of 2013. They had already put out the first wave of figures, mm-hmm. and those figures sold okay, but when they came back a year later, they tried putting those out again. They did not sell well. It kind of clogged up the shelves, and it was kind of – I think it was a disaster. Now, G.I. Joe and Star Wars are two separate things. I, I think the market for G.I. Joe has definitely dwindled quite a bit compared to Star Wars. But the difference is also that Hasbro owns G.I. Joe. So yeah. whereas, again, they're writing a fat check to make Star Wars product. Right. So, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I bet you they're hoping it's not delayed because I'm sure they have, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure everyone involved, including Disney shareholders, are hoping it's not delayed. Right, right. I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with all of this. I'm predicting a uh, Wampa scar scenario happening. I think if they're smart, they will write an injury into Han Solo, and so he's got a brace on his leg or something, and kind of like they had to, you know, write Luke's facial scars in Mm -hmm. from Hamill getting in his car wreck. So, I don't know. Interesting times. Make a statement, Lucasfilm. I want want some official word on the... uh... The status of Harrison Ford and filming. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been pretty quiet. The word is, as of the recording of this, he's headed back to L.A., which is not London. Um, you know, but then again, we have the rumors of Tom Cruise being in London, which would be a whole nother. <laughs> he's going to be a stand-in. Oh yeah! Can you believe think, that they're yeah. gonna put Harrison Ford on Tom Cruise's body like he would ever handle that? Yeah, Tom Tom Cruise is like shorter than me. He's like five five, and Harrison's what six one. So yeah, uh, yeah, that ain't happening. I, I I bet the whole thing with Tom Cruise, I think it's just hearsay. Somebody's like, oh, Tom Cruise is in London. He was talking to J.J. J. Abrams. He's gonna be in the Star Wars movie. 
it, it, I think, in fact, you know, Tom Cruise has done a lot of movies with J.J. Abrams. He was probably just visiting him. Probably has nothing to do with him being in Star Wars. Probably. That's that's the great thing about the Internet. Uh, most everything you read is bullcrap. <laughs> well, I've gone this long in my life without having to get a Tom Cruise action figure, so I'm, I'm hoping to make it another 30-some years. The do you remember is, those you know, Impossible figures? Those things were crap. <laughs> Sorry. I don't remember those. Who made those? It, I, I don't know. It was some crap company. It was probably Just Toys or something. It was remember, remember in the 70s and 80s, even in the 90s, you had reporters that actually went out and found facts. They don't nowadays, it's just, the imp- it's just impulse bullcrap nowadays. I mean, 80% of what you read online is nonsense. Yeah. Especially on Facebook, it's nonsense. Facebook is full of memes that people just pass around. It's, and it's, it's non-credible garbage. Especially so. the political stuff. Uh, Don't believe anything you read on Facebook except no. for Galaxy of Toys news and information. <laughs> <laughs> and we are confirming that. No, we're not. Have a comment or question about the show? Email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Galaxy of Toys and find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Remember, you can listen to older episodes from our Podbean page at galaxyoftoys.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio. Oh, what did you guys think of? Different topic. What do you think of the <laughs> fact that Diamond is going to be able to uh, actually case order, like figure order, from Hasbro, the, th- uh, the six-inch figures? I'm so okay with that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, Hasbro they've been doing that. it with the three and three-quarter forever, so. Yeah. Um... There's nothing new. No, no, no. Well, what? Sorry. Let me be more specific. They're able to choose which figure they right. want. Right, right. Yeah. So they're able well. to say, hey. I want uh, 15 Boba Fetts, and then they can now ship six-inch Boba Fetts all day long to different comic book stores. Wow. Will that change the scalping market is the question. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. know. I really don't pay attention to the scalping market. So. Yes, we live in a unique community where we can all help each other out, but there's lots of people in the world that collect you know, in isolation and have to give yeah. in eBay and everything else. Well, they should all move to Seattle then. There it is. Whoop. No, move to Seattle. Here, there's the answer. there's the answer. <laughs> Come join us at Stars. That's right. And uh, Sarlacc. The last Tuesday of every month. Yep. Meet us down at the South Center uh, Red Robin. Yep. Get some cheese sticks. On talk, talk some Star Wars. <laughs> Buy me some cheese sticks. I'll talk to you about Star Wars. <laughs> You should right. He'll give you some cheese. That's for sure. We have <laughs> run out of. Sure. We have officially run out of things to talk about. <laughs> I think this is a good time to end the episode. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. But before we leave, I would like to thank my co-hosts for joining me tonight. From I grew up Star Wars dot com, OT curmudgeon, all around good guy for the most part. Tom. Did you guys hear I've got a podcast? There's one podcast, episode one, but I can't say episode one, oh. can I? 
I've got, to call, I've got to call it the first, the first, no, I can't say that either. <laughs> Number one in a series. How about that? No, I, I can't say that either. I liked it, Tom. Oh, good. Well, you were on it. I so, was. You I'm know, look, I mean, forward. when you've got when you've got the power of awesome with Tom and the power of awesome <laughs> with Jason, it's like Zan and Jaina. When is, is what it is? When is the next one coming out? I don't know. I'm gonna have to do it soon. What did you say? Like, who's Gleek? Gleek, you're Gleek, Ryan. <laughs> no, that was a lot of fun. Bucket, huh? <laughs> that was a lot of yeah, fun. So uh, more down the more coming down the pipe. Uh, stay tuned, yep. everybody who's if, interested. If you're subscribed is, to this feed, you probably get two it. people. Yes, yeah, yep. you'll get. You'll, you'll if, get if, if yeah, if you're listening to our voices right now, you'll have the opportunity to listen or not. Right. I don't care at this point. <laughs> do whatever you want to do. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Also, I'd like to thank Ryan, <laughs> who has his own own little spinoff going right now. Right. Yes. Uh, started a new uh, new podcast called uh, Star Wars Collecting Cosmos. Uh, and it's it, we have a Facebook page under uh, Collecting Cosmos. Uh, if you just search that on Facebook, you'll find it. And we've put out our first episode. I am uh, co-hosting that with Marjorie from Star Wars Action News and Amy, who's been a co-host here on the show from Nerdventions a few times. And uh, we talk about the different and um, kind of those overlooked collectibles. Our first episode was just introducing ourselves. We're looking at our next episode probably being about applause stuff. Oh, then we're going to have to issue uh, an apology to Jerry from Star Wars Action News because at one point I did tell him that he could do an applause episode with us. I don't think he wanted to do it, but I did tell him that. <laughs> oh. um, so I, I think Jerry does listen to our episodes. So, Jerry, we're going to cancel that invitation for the applause <laughs> episode, but we will be glad to have you on to discuss something else very exciting like, um, I don't know, we'll think of something. You know, if nothing else, I could reach out to Jerry if he wants to be on the on the show with us. We could do that. It's not like Marjorie can't get in contact with him either. Uh, and we'd, we'd be glad to have him because, as it turns out, uh, researching applause stuff, there's not that much on the Internet about it. And in fact, I've been going through old Star Wars Galaxy magazines and Star Wars Insider magazines to get more information than I can find on the Internet. All right, then. Maybe yeah, it's, it's, hard to, Jerry. it's hard to find on the Internet because folks who actually try to do that die of boredom. <laughs> What do you think of that there, Gleek? Uh, uh-huh. Right, whatever, Tom. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know, Ryan. It sounds like you need to start the new Applause Facebook page. Yeah. Upload I, I, all I, the photos. You know, even harder to find is the stuff uh, and the out-of-character things. There's, like, nothing online about it. And to me, those are much higher quality than the Applause stuff. And there, there's very little out there about it. It's like people just completely forgot about it. When you say out-of-character... Those were the ones that were done by Suncoast. Um, they were stationary, no articulation, vinyl uh, figures. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Part of sure. me wants to pick those up because uh, I remember seeing them in the mall, and it was the first what, one of the first new Star Wars products I'd seen in many years. I have all of them but one. I don't have the, the Luke X-Wing, and I'm looking at one on eBay right now for 32 bucks. Oh. Seems kind of high. <laughs> I went to Amazon, and they're like 50 bucks. And yeah, that like, seems – oh, my gosh. not any out there. So it's like, you know, if I want to get this because it's the only one I don't have, uh-huh. so I'm tempted to buy it. But it's it's crazy how little of these there are out there that, that people did, know about. Did episode one bankrupt applause? <laughs> They might have because it was right after episode one came out. It's quite clear applause stopped doing stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll look forward to that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Episode one killed a lot of dreams. <laughs> Including Tom's. <laughs> oh, and also joining us from, from Forlom to Zuckus, Jake, thank you for being on the show. Of course, always a pleasure. Come over, find us at From Forlom to Zuckus. We love three and three quarter. That's all we're about over there. And also, since uh, podcasts are all the rage, we too have a podcast, but uh, not about three and three quarter, but about Star Wars comic books. And of course, if you've been on this feed, you've probably already heard issue number one uh, with Ryan and Jason, and we'll be doing another one uh, very shortly here. We're going, what, once a month, kind of to sum up what's come up uh, this month. So if you want to... uh, uh, read along as we review and talk about the newest comic books. You'd want to uh, pick up uh, the comic books that were released in June 2014, of course. And then also we're going to throw in a couple other cool. We'll do a little spin back in time. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to talk about that crazy cool. Uh, they just discovered a uh, 1980 version of Star Wars that was written in China. So that's kind of a cool little thing with We'll discuss on the next show on be Star Wars Spinner Rack. First Wednesday of every month. See oh. what happens when uh, we sit idle for Galaxy of Toys. Everybody <laughs> does a spinoff. Well, I was. Everybody everybody gets all Laverne and Shirley all of a sudden. <laughs> we had to sit idle because I was moving the uh, Galaxy of Toys studio. That's true. That's true. It is now moved, but uh, apparently there but are the still, damage some, has, the still damage some bugs done. to work out. <laughs> yeah. A few loose cords or loose wires or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> uh, but that's how the that's how the old studio started out. So I'm not too worried. So that's it for now. We'll be back sooner or later. So uh, good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend, the nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend, but you know time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.